Hello and welcome to another installment of Casual Trekker. This is going to be my brief thoughts on Season 3, Episode 2 of Lower Decks and Season 3, Episode 3, as well as uh, Star Trek Day. So, little spoilers here and there, but nothing too massive. But still, spoilers nonetheless, at least on the first two aspects of the thing. So, second episode, it was good. It was fine. It was great. I mean, it didn't it didn't make me go, ooh, interesting. But it was still good. Episode three, loved it. I loved what they were doing with Leah Brahms. I hope they brought the actress back. I haven't had a chance to go in and see if they actually got the actress to come back or if they used a voice double. Either way, it was cool to see Leah Rahm's back as a fantasy, the callback to George LaForge and TNG. So that was kind of fun. Having the listening post thing where they observe stuff, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, uh, of, of, uh, of Beyond a little bit when they were getting into the systems and they were having all its records. And it also reminded me of Enterprise a little bit where the uh, Balkans or whatever were spying on the Andorians. So it was a cool, it was a cool little concept, and I liked how it pushed it forward, and we get to see some some more first contact stuff going on, and it was it was an overall good episode. So for me, I could probably skip episode two of season three because it didn't really do anything, but episode one and episode three definitely I would watch because it moved it moved the dial on a little bit of the things and built the uh, built events that are actually happening that uh, relate to other stuff. Um, so, huge fan of Lordex. Love it, because for, for, for me, it's you can go TNG, Voyager, and then Lower Decks, and go from 2364 all the way to 2381 now. So, it, it's kind of nice. I, I like Lower Decks for that continuity, continuation of that trilogy of shows that just pushed the era going. So, we getting closer and closer to the flashbacks of Star Trek Picard when uh, the uh, when the events happen in season one of Picard when we see the flashbacks of the Mars colony whatever else like that and the, the synth stuff so we're slowly getting into that aspect even closer in Prodigy but now we turn to Star Trek Day this is the day I've been waiting for to see what they're gonna give us I'm hoping we get a trailer at least something of content wise for Picard because they've been talking about Picard a lot. Everyone's been saying how good Picard's gonna be and I just need to see something, some some proof of awesome for me to go, okay, so I can enjoy until we get to there. Because we have a lot of Star Trek to get through before we get to that point in, in February or so, allegedly the release date time frame. We have all of, all of Lordex still, probably Prodigy, after that so we've got a lot of star trek that will keep us going so it'd be nice to see some trailers so that way we can have fan theories and you know um keep the uh keep the, the star trek positivity wagon going it, it, it'll be fun to see if they mention or bring up or tease the crossover event between strange new worlds and lower decks uh, a little update on on Discovery would be nice, but I'm really ideally turning in, tuning in to see what they're doing with my Star Trek Picard, 
And ever since I saw that cast announcement where they had the entire main cast coming back, now we know that Denise Crosby coming back in some capacity as Tasha Yar. I don't know if that's going to be her filming additional scenes or just going to be some sort of hollow creation of that thing that Data had in like Measure a Man or whatever it was. And that thing that had her as a hologram that was just like pop up on on the screen or on the as a thing as a hollow so anything can happen supposed to start at noon pacific so definitely be watching and i can't wait to see if there's anything to actually you know talk about especially a trailer of the car because i'm really curious and a lot of people are are, are doing this, the parallels between where tng um, all good things place the future and where we're actually at now that we've caught up to it in reality um and the reason you can do that is because in that in that episode they created the anti-time thing in that episode at the very end the other two timelines that they had created um they were already in existence so it wasn't going to go that way because of it didn't exist in one and it did in the other but all good things, the future stuff, when we're seeing Data at that Cambridge or whatever, and Troy dead, and Riker, and um, a, a begrudged Admiral, and the Enterprise B with the third warp nacelle, that was just how the future was going to be. Because there was no anomaly that was created yet. So, seeing parallels between Season 3 of Picard and all good things shows how dangerous or good time travel can be and how it is used because Picard didn't really see anything outside of you know he was kind of busy so he didn't have time to go sit down in front of the monitor plus he knew all this stuff but the minute he went back he kind of forgot it so even if he were to go to a monitor and memorize things he might forget it when he went back to his regular time so this the idea in what he saw and what he was experiencing was enough to deviate the timeline enough to where now Troy's alive and Riker and her had Riker and him had had uh, two kids and living on Nepenthe and he's now retired rather than being still at an Admiral Enterprise D was destroyed so it kind of mirrors Star Trek 2009 really with the with the branch of how the how the how the prime timeline is uh, flowing with the differences. With, with, with what they have so it'll be fun to see as we get more and more information on Star Trek Picard um, what angle they're going with this is the final season so they can throw it all at all at the wall it's not it, it's this is like the last hurrah it's not like they're going to get everyone back together again this is the last time the band's getting back together again and I applaud every single last one of those cast members for coming back that's how it's supposed to be when you sign on to a franchise that has a history and a lore to it, you gotta come back when they come a knocking. Not necessarily the producers, but the fans. Like it's just like be it's like signing on to do a Marvel movie or a DC movie and then wanting to hold out for artistic license. And if you want to make an independent movie, fine, go make one. But you know what you're signing on for when you're getting into a superhero movie or uh, a science fiction thing or Star Trek or Star Wars, you know what you're buying. You know what you're doing when you sign that contract. So the fact that these people keep coming back, I mean, you had Jordy LaForge in uh, Voyager, you had Marina Sirtis in Voyager, uh, you had Sulu in Voyager, you had 
uh, Montgomery Scott, uh, James Duran in TNG. You had DeForest Kelly in TNG, Spock in TNG. So all of these guys have a history of coming back because they know that people want to see them and they know their responsibility to the characters. Now, if the role that they're trying to do could be anybody's role, then that's different. Like, for instance, the situation Generations, when they were trying to have Spock come back, but the lines really weren't there geared towards Spock. If you go for anyone, I can understand why Leonard Nimoy would say, yeah, I, I, want, I don't want to betray my Spock character. I get it. So that's, a, that's an exception to the rule. But if it's like, if you write a role for Riker, and it's Riker, you know it's Riker. It sounds like Riker, feels like Riker. Anyone else said those lines, it would be uncharacteristic. Then that makes sense. But long story short, it's Star Trek Day. We also have had a Lower Decks episode, a strong one at that. That, 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 uh, that, uh, showed parallels to other episodes along with showing that there are, there are aliens out there that want to manipulate the Federation to use that information to sell it to gain something from them. It was just an overall good episode. I enjoyed it. The second episode of season three, eh, I mean, it was fine, but it, there, nothing happened in it that you would have to watch. I mean, you would miss something. And I know it's I know it's episodic, but every episode of of Lord X for the most part, something happens in it that carries over into the next one, at least in spirit. This one, the second episode, I didn't really feel that, but the third one was great. Now. The episode two was more of that new that new aliens uh, show to introduce him. So episode two might actually gain more uh, favor when we see more of him as his character develops. When we see more of Cranch, then um, that might change. As 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 is anything else, like season three of Picard, it could be so amazing that the controversy around season one and season two could actually be forgiven a little bit more than than what it is right now over time so we'll remember more fondly because we got a stellar season three but that has yet to be seen we're still on the fence on that we need to see some actual content that the the people stand there talking updating the character looks that was all beautiful what they were saying was great so I can't wait to see some actual footage of them doing something. And maybe get a little tease about what's going on with uh, Brent Spiner. Because if he was just playing a soon, who cares? Why would it matter? We've seen him playing before. So he played, he played, he played the, uh, the sun. He played Data. He played um, before the thing. Um... Then he played another soon in the past, in the, in the, in the, in 2020, uh, 2024, whatever it was. So, if it's just one of those things, then it, it doesn't matter. You can just include him, and he was, he, he was just a soon. But if he's playing a character that he played before, that could be a little interesting. And that's what I hope we get a little bit of tease on, because sure, it comes out in, Feb it comes out in February, but you want to drum up, uh, anticipation. For season three, because of the um, uh, 
because of the controversy in season one and season two, it might turn people off off to season three. So you really want to get people time to think on on uh, season three by showing them some of it, to where they then debate: Should I catch this? Should I watch it as as it's going? Some people after season one uh, finished, we're like, never again, I'm done. And then season two came, and then it finished, and they're like, okay, that's it, I'm done. So you have a huge amount of Star Trek fans that are turned off by season one and season two of Picard. So I think it would be in the best interest if they showed something that showed, rather than told, how good season three was going to be. So then that might bring them back to watching it, because you have five or so months to contemplate it and think it over and think about what you saw in 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 the in in the trailer rather than waiting till the end of prodigy to push season three and then have less of less of a, a viewership but that's just me i'm just eager to watch season three and i want to see season three i'm a fan of all three seasons all all two seasons so far of picard i am a fan i am a fan of there's something in each one that is that is fun that's good that is character building so if, if if I go in with my own script and like I want them to do this, they don't do that. That that is a ch- a, ch- a, ch- a turn off. But if I just put my script down and watch what they're showing me instead of critiquing everything so anally, then I might have a little bit a little bit more fun, which is what I did. So there's no Star Trek from 2017 till now that I just oppose and can like yeah that's garbage crap. Not even not even in the slightest. Um, like I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see season five of Discovery. I've seen every single episode, every single, every single episode, multiple times. So I can't wait for season five. Like there is no show that I prefer this over that. To me, they're all equal. They're just, it's like a mythology. It's like a, one of those mythology shows or whatever they're called, where you, you have different eras, anthology or whatever it's called. So I got a little bit of. Post Nemesis, I got a little bit of pre Nemesis, and I got a little bit of uh, the future of that era. Then I got the way far future with where Discovery is. So I get a little bit of everything, and when you put it on the whole and you talk about the whole of Star Trek, then you have a little bit of You get five active TV shows, and then the rumor of at least two more with female driven um, uh, p- parts so maybe we can get some information on that what's going to be going on with all of that maybe it might have some titles or have some hints so 12 Pacific cannot come fast enough that's all I'm saying as for our, as for Lord X season 3 episode 3 I thought it was, I thought it was good well was it better than the first episode I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of I'm a huge fan of uh, First Contact, and I thought that was just brilliant that we finally. It reminded me of seeing the Titan come shooting out when we hadn't seen the Titan in canon until from when uh, Riker was talking about it when leaving the Enterprise in Nemesis. So when Jordy was in Generations talking about the statue of Zephyr Cockney with hand up to the sky and pointing like this, and we see the statue that he was talking about, I thought that was I thought that was pretty uh, nice 
to uh, reinforce what Jordy said and to show us what Jordy was talking about. And and before we all go, well, Jordy didn't say it was an amusement park. Think of the year that Jordy was talking about that statue and the year in which Lord Dex is based. You got considerable time. So what could have started out as just a monument could have turned into a theme park five or eight, nine years after the events of First Contact. So, not a plot hole by, by, by any means. That will conclude this podcast.